Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, the day after the tournament finally came to an end. We saw a great final between Chelsea and LAFC. Chelsea taking it 1-0. I'm George Sello. This is the San Pedro FIFA League podcast. I'm so thankful to do episode 4 here. And to get it where we've gotten it so far, it's worth you guys listening as much as you guys have. I appreciate it so much. Any type of feedback you guys could ever give me. As always, go on our Instagram at San Pedro FIFA League. Or if you want to contact me and you just want to bug me that much more, go to my Instagram at George William Tello. And managers, managers, really quickly. You could also direct message me on Facebook since I am in the manager group for the Gaming League. If you are a fan, go to my Instagram or the San Pedro FIFA League Instagram. It's not that hard to find. Um, Today, we're going to talk about what I got right, what I got wrong. I'm going to discuss the top players in the tournament. I'm going to talk about a little bit about everybody, but I'm going to also talk a little good about everyone. We're also going to talk about how Witty won it all, what took him to the top in this preseason tournament. The good, the bad, and the ugly from this tournament will also be talked about. That'll probably be the last thing I get into. Let's hop right in to episode four of the San Pedro FIFA League podcast. All right, guys, welcome back. Hope you like the FIFA song I chose this time. If you're listening on Anchor, you could actually hear it. If you listen on Spotify, you are actually not going to be able to hear it because Spotify, believe it or not, doesn't use its own music rights for podcasters because of the chance that I... Maybe running an ad as well. I won't run ads on the San Pedro FIFA League. I was thinking about it. Um, and uh, it just doesn't make sense. Only about 20 view is my estimated audience at the moment. If it goes north of 50, I think I would consider it. Uh, but at the moment, uh, that is not going to be the case. Let's hop into what I got right. I think I did say Ronaldo was always going to be amongst the goals. Did I think he was going to score 21 of them? Hell no. Did not expect that. Did, was very happy to see Roberto Firmino do what he does. Henrik Mkhitaryan had an all-around performance in this tournament. Messi as well. Messi showed up. He did what he does. You know, Douglas Costa, once again, you know, he led the tournament in assists. I think Zaha might just edge him once the final stats are accumulated. Um, I wasn't able to count those before doing this this podcast. If I sound very funny, yes, I am other the weather. I am not feeling the best this morning. Picked up a little bit of a fever Uh, But I thought I'd bring you guys this anyways, even though you can hear me probably ruffling my nose and sniffling every now and then. I hope that's not too much of a concern. But what I got right were those things. Now, Raheem Sterling looks fantastic for Augsburg. Jesse Lingard showed up against the best defense, which was Augsburg. Um, And to those who criticize that, well, hey, looks like Aaron figured out how to use his new player so far. Now, onto what I got wrong, because I didn't get a lot that much right. I did pick some of the groups correctly. Um, but the massive thing I got wrong is that Jake didn't even make it out of the group stage. Barely scored two goals in the entire tournament. I'm not going to knock Jake. Um, I just thought with some of the the moves he did, he took a lot of pressure off of himself. I thought he would play with a lot less pressure on him. And he had a weaker side of the bracket, you know. Yes, his group was tough in the end. Uh, Bayern Munich definitely showed up, was not expecting that kind of performance in the group stage. And, you know, I knew Ryan was going to be shaky, and I'll get into that when I talk about the knockout stages. Uh, But, 
you know, we we saw what we've seen uh, once once more from from Chelsea, from Lyon, all those guys easily pushing through. It was a very very fun weekend for for my first time being able to literally watch uh, all of your guys's reactions um, when I spent some time away from the league um, in in previous times. It was uh, it was weird just hearing about it from a second party, but to be you know in that group and seeing your guys's reactions to who won and who lost, I thought that was hilarious. I thought I you know I had such a good time watching some of you get really upset, which is you know it's part of the game. Um, but I would like to encourage everyone, as hard as it is, uh, to you know to stick it out. You know even if you take the loss. You know, make sure your opponent gets those pictures. Uh, you know, make sure he gets those things because, you know, it, it shows a little bit of respect for your opponent. And I'm, I have someone in the past who has rage quit games. Um, you know, I had a moment there where I did it for a couple times and I, and I had to realize like, listen, I can't keep doing that. Um, I picked up red cards instead. Um, and I'm not saying that's the better option. Obviously the league wants the best players to stay on the field and not pick up red cards, but Try and stick those through, you know, we've all been there and no one's, no one's not been there. I don't care what anyone says in this league. All of you have rage quit at some point because you've been upset. But, uh, you know, there is a prime focus now that you are committed to this league. So commit to it, commit to putting in the stats, commit to taking a loss and respecting your opponent, because guess what? You're going to have to play them again. Now, I'm not going to call out any specific manager, but this honestly kind of made me upset because I'm trying to, you know, not only do a good podcast for you guys, but the league members, the league board members, they're typing this in, dude. They're spending their time to put these stats in and to show you guys at the end of the season because I'm going to give out my awards this season on all competitions. So how am I supposed to do that if, oh, oh my, my guy just missed out. He had one less assist than so-and-so. Well, guess what? Your ass quit during the season, so now I don't have those stats. So I don't believe you. And sure, it won't come down to one stat. It won't come down to one stat line. Maybe not. But if it does, if that's what separates Ronaldo and Messi at the end of the year, you know, even though those two don't have a history of quitting, you know, some of you lesser managers who quit maybe when you play them, that's not fair. What happens if you beat Witty and Witty quits? You think that's fair? No, that's not okay. You know, don't get me wrong, those guys don't lose very often, so they might just end up tipping the cap to you, so to speak, uh, and, and being like, hey, all right, man, this guy got me. But even if you have a history of losing in this league, it doesn't it doesn't make it an excuse, and that's something that we could all turn the page on. I don't care how many times you've done it. This is a new chapter now. We got the league getting going. Don't do it during the league. Don't do, don't do it during the FA Cup. Listen, we're all going to get injuries. We're all going to get things that we don't want to deal with, but... You got to get over it. We're grown men in this league now. You know, I'm not going to tell anyone how to act. If you want to keep quitting, sure, I'm sure those fines are going to be awesome for you once the league starts because I'm pretty sure those guys on the board are getting really sick of that. And I'm not talking about pictures. Pictures, yes, if you can still get the stats without the pictures, I think that's okay for me personally. But if these board members are asking you to do something else, just try and do it. You know, I understand. Listen, no one wants to lose to, like, I don't want to lose to Aaron. You know, I've lost to Aaron in the past where, like, I've wanted to quit games, you know, and I've lost some pretty shitty ways. Like I've lost off of like a three guy deflection. It went in and I ended up getting a red card later in that game with who was on my team at the time in Coutinho. Like I was really pissed because he's in my ear talking shit, but that, but that's part of the league. Unfortunately, you know, I had to sit through that. I had to live with that. 
And then he beat me another time when I had, I don't know, I had David De Gea as my goalkeeper. And literally Aaron shot it with Harry Kane and the ball went through David De Gea's hands. Like I had the replay on my old PlayStation. I cannot tell you enough how mad I was at that. But you have to take it, unfortunately. You know, that's that's where the league's going to go now. You guys didn't write uh, a letter or, you know, I don't know how many people put in a security deposit, but, you know, or wanted to put 50 bucks forward. But if you did either of those things, that means you care enough to be in this league. I didn't really want to rant for seven minutes or however long I'm saying this, but it's just something that you guys should do. It, it makes everything more of a complete experience because, listen, in real life, don't you think those managers want to punch Pep Guardiola in the face or Jurgen Klopp when he does all those fist pumps? Like, come on. No one wants to see that shit, but that's why you win. That's why you win, so you can do it, or you could act in however manner you want. You know, when I win, I literally, I do like a quiet yell to myself, and I do a little bit of fist pumps, or I go, yeah, that's it. That's all I got, because it's not a real game. You know, if I beat Witty or something, you know, I'll be a little red-faced for a little bit. You know, I'll feel like, holy shit, what just happened? You know, you kind of make sure that you're awake, and you're not dreaming, but you know, you got you to gotta try to do those things. Back to what I got wrong, because there is still a lot. I did not think Ronaldo was going to be the player in the tournament for me. Um, but he is. 21 goals, guys. If, I, if my math ends up being wrong, and he, oh, he just got 17. Guess what? He still outscored the next guy in Ben Yedder by, I think, almost eight goals. And in the knockout round, I believe he had two hat-tricks. And one came against Lyon. And yes, it wasn't overtime or double overtime. It doesn't take away that he scored three goals. Um, and credit to Santi and, and Chris for that game in, in a quarterfinal of all places that they would meet. But that's that's the draw in the preseason tournament. It is absolutely random. Your seedings don't matter. Come FA Cup, though, the seedings will matter. Um and I can't, I'm going to actually do a podcast coming up on the FA Cup and what I think should be changed uh, from that. But as far as this tournament goes, very, very, very wrong about what the final would be. I didn't expect Liverpool to have it together the way they did. Um, so a very good job there. I did not think Aaron was going to be able to stand up to uh, to not just Santi, but to, uh, to uh, Augsburg as well, make that game 3-2, make it interesting. Um, and even though that's a loss, that's a good sign from them who, let's be honest, to some people are probably relegation favorites. So to get to the round of 16 and show everyone that, hey, I could still exist in D1 is a good sign. Real Madrid, credit to you. Credit to you. Getting past Barcelona may not be your rivals in FIFA, may not know Evan like that. But in real life, it's always, always nice to see that, um, you know, a little bit of a rivalry even if it is just pure fiction um credit to lafc though way to run through the knockout stages very tough first game against fiorentina 1-0 then to go 4-0 um you know 2-1 against augsburg anybody who could beat roman even if it's a close game it's it's a good it's a good sign of where you're at and i don't think that I think maybe it's just a tournament, and people are different in tournaments than they are in the league. There's a different sense of preparation. There's more preparation in the league. But hey, you get credit. You only lost one nail to probably the best team in the league. So, you know, Ronaldo is going to get old at some point, but he, he's, he's not old yet, especially in this game and in this tournament. So credit to Chris on that.
I'm going to go with the top players in the tournament, guys. First and foremost, clean sheets. David Ospina from Celtic. Dre, good job showing that you have a defensive outlook on this league. Way to, way to turn it around to get your goalkeeper some clean sheets. It does look good. In my opinion, that looks really good. I thought you did a very, very good job in that manner. Way to keep that up. Way to keep working on the defensive side. LAFC, once again, gets a notable here. Perrine, I'm pretty sure you have more than two. Um, I'll have to go back and check what uh, the league didn't check. But to get two, where most people probably got only one clean sheet in this tournament or none, it's it's always a good sign of where you're at. Um, and you had a very good tournament, so continually keep pushing, and it looks like you might have a very good season. You know, obviously, obviously people want me to talk about Ronaldo, but the uh, overall performances from uh, Douglas Costa and Henrik Mkhitaryan, you know, Roman and Sansi know what kind of players they have in those two guys, and they both, once again, overall doing what was best. I did pick Messi to be the player of the tournament. He had uh, three and four, uh, three goals, four assists, and that's before the final count um, is, is in. So even if they got a couple more, that's still a solid tournament. Um, it isn't what, like I said, it isn't what Ronaldo did because he was fantastic. Uh, Ben Yetter, another guy, LAFC again, you know, you have a good tournament. Mostly, you know, you're going to need some of that team to kind of go forward with you. And Ben Yetter was part of that, right? He, he scored four goals in a quarterfinal. Um, anytime you score four goals, it's magical. Um, anything over two is usually pretty special, but four is pretty damn good. Uh, Jovic, another good, another good performance. Uh, Marcus Rashford from Copa America. Hey, I I gotta say that team's starting to look really good. Um, good atmosphere to play against when you play them in the game, um, but to have to stop Marcus Rashford, my goodness, wow, that's pretty special. Uh, Raheem Sterling, well done there. Kai Havertz, um, I did talk to Evan throughout the tournament, and uh, you know he made a very very smart change from uh, playing Kai Havertz as a D mid. I, I seen it in the. Uh, little graphics of the posts you guys made at the formations. And I know some of them are like your last-ditch effort formations. But uh, in this case, I asked Evan. He said, no, this is my formation. And he ended up making an amendment. He did. He made a change. He put Kai Havertz a little bit closer to Moise Keane. And it looked good for a while there. He was able to score a little bit more goals. He allowed a little bit more, but he did score a little bit more um, as well. We saw Paulo Dybala. No goals, but lovely assists, I'm sure. I'm surprised we're not talking about Mohamed Salah. But... Uh, Paulo Dybala got it done. Wilfred Zaha got it done. He looked good in this tournament as well for Witty. And those are my players to look at in this tournament. Yeah, Roberto Firmino looked good. Continue as always. Liverpool did what they do. Uh, Wolves, Aubameyang. You know, I'm sure the rest of that team looked like a pretty solid machine. But you couldn't get through the team I thought you'd get through. It was a goal fest in that one. Uh, we saw some defense. I, I really overall enjoyed this tournament. I think every result came when it came on a notif as a notification on my phone. I immediately, I was immediately probably one of the first two people to like it. That's how glued in I was to the tournament. That's how excited I was. Mostly because I probably didn't have to play in it and I didn't have to uh, be like that. I, I know in the future I'm going to have to keep a level head um, when I rejoin the league because, uh, you know, if you lose, sometimes you kind of, oh, I lost. That's it. I'm not going to pay attention anymore. I, I encourage everyone to continuously pay attention and kind of bandwagon a guy, even if it is for the rest of the night or the night or afternoon or whatever. 
um, because it does add to the excitement of the final. And don't get me wrong, I, I, I hope in the future we bring back game of the week we or game of the month or, you know, whatever. You know, or even if the league just says, hey, we're going to we're going to show you this game is the special game. Uh, you know, it's a special preview of our league, a look in whatever you want to name or call it, uh, whatever fancy title you want to give it. I do think we need to use that Twitch because a final like that, I would have loved to watch Chris and uh, and uh, Edison play that final and uh, probably would have stayed awake longer <laughs> knowing that I had just watched something like that very exciting game. Um and I was rooting for Edison at the end there. After seeing that he beat Augsburg, I'm like, no way. Like, you you, you get this far, you're hoping that you just win the whole thing because uh, it's so it's so exciting. I, I've done it twice. It, it is nothing like it. I, I've won one where I'm sitting alone in a room, and then that's when I realized, like, there's no way you can't put yourself around people during this tournament. And if you live close to someone who also plays in this league, I encourage you to get together during tournament time, uh, next preseason tournament, or even during league games, like, hey, just meet up and play league games uh, when you get the chance because it changes the way the game is played. Because one special thing about soccer or football, whatever you want to call it, is atmosphere. It's very unmatched. And even when you people, you know, we make jokes about, oh, I played on the road in this game. You know, the atmosphere was different. Um, it adds to an atmosphere, you know, when people watch you play. I had, uh, when I won my second one, you know, not to bring anything up there, Serge, but you know, it, there was an atmosphere. I had like six people watching me play. A, f a few of us went home, you know, admittingly so, but it, it did. It added to what was going on. Um, it, it made things exciting and it made you feel the pressure of the final in both good and bad ways. Um, so yeah, witty, witty once again. Brilliant, just brilliant, right? You know, we didn't see the perfect run that he's had before. He's had a run where he literally won every single game in the tournament. I don't can't remember if that's how our old formatted FA Cup went, I, our midseason tournament, as uh, certain board members lazily like to call it. Um, but I believe it was one of those two tournaments, preseason or that, because uh, those are only two. Uh, but I remember him going on a perfect run and all of us just looking at each other in the room like, what the hell? Like, did he really just do that? And, um, you know, he's, he's fantastic. He's obviously, you know, like I said, he's easily one of the best two players in this league, FIFA in general. But now that the playing field is a little bit more pro, you know, pro witty in this sense of he's got the money, he's got the players, you know, he's, he knows what he has to do. And barring injuries, I expect a full, full run, uh, to the league title, uh, you know, whether it's him and Santi again or him and Roman or I expect there to be a two team type of race and he's going to be part one of those two. You know, I, I, I have my reservations about the injury rule, but if let's say Chris doesn't win the league because of injuries, I think the league's done its job. Um, just real quick there. Uh, you know, if, if, if Woody somehow loses Ronaldo for, let's say on, you know, on, overall two months out of the whole season you know because he's had injuries uh, yeah it takes away from what a video game is but we get that realism that the league is looking for as far as the injuries go I'm not really a fan of three games um, I don't know if that's been amended I don't believe so um, I would like to see it down to two you know you lose a third of the month you play games that's fine um, and 
you know, you lose three games. If you only play six, let's say you're out of the FA Cup or the FA Cup hasn't started. Um, and we do do it Champions League style now, which I, I very much appreciate from the board. But, you know, let's say your guy gets hurt in the league. Uh, he's <laughs> That's half the games. You know, he, that's half the games. You know, I do want injuries and, uh, you know, but maybe we need to change it. I'm not saying one game. Maybe we even do a lottery system like they had originally uh, proposed where, like, we see the severity of the injury based on, you know, maybe a roll of the dice quite literally. Um, and I, I don't know how that would work, but, you know, you could do it randomly, you know. First time he gets injured, he misses one game. Gets injured a second time, he misses two games. And if he gets injured after that, it's, then it's three for the rest of the season. Um, that probably would encourage some people to pick up some yellow cards along the way. And I do really do think the league should get stricter on yellow cards. Um, it's, I, I can't imagine that some of these managers are happy about one time out of the season, they got to save themselves on yellow cards. Um, I think it's five yellow cards per suspension, which in a gaming league, if you want to encourage less people to get injured, uh, maybe you try and get rid of the thing that most people probably get injured from, and that's dirty slide tackles. And you know who you are that do it, because I know people in the league do it on purpose. And I'm sure a lot of you managers listening to this are nodding your head saying, yeah, I've, I know a few people that have purposely slid into my better players once that better players ran by their defenders and purposely take them to the ground. Um, I've had it happen to me personally, um, and it is unfortunate. It is, it, it, but it's part of the game. And... Uh, you know, that's a small issue. The league probably doesn't even have to address that yet. That's just something that pops up in my head almost immediately. And man, what, what I would do knowing that injuries are going to play a factor this year. If I see Ronaldo scoring 20 goals plus in a tournament, I'm going to be terrified come season time where he could make a run at 50 goals. I don't want to be part of that. I want to take him down to the ground. I want to hurt him. You know, even though a lot of injuries in this FIFA seem to occur when your guys jump. Um, so just don't jump, I guess. Um, don't jump for any headers ever except for on corners, which seems to be where most people get injured. Um, but yeah, Woody again gets it done. You know, I'm going to be honest, Ronaldo, I'm going to, you guys are obviously going to get to vote for this because it's, it is a democracy of some sort. Um, you guys are going to be able to vote for player of the tournament. I, I genuinely think he's going to win um, easily. He went over 20 goals very, very, very easily. And it's kind of annoying uh, to watch a guy do that. Um, and I, you, you just, you can't, can't unsee it, I guess. Uh, and, uh, it puts a smile on my face when, you know, certain people do it, but, uh, Chris right now has just been, he's literally the empire in this story. And I'm literally waiting for rebels to, to rise up and literally take him down. Um, but credit to him once again, uh, he got it done and, uh, maybe it's the first of a treble. Maybe he gets a treble. We've seen trebles in this league, so. Um, <laughs> hell, who knows what we're going to find out. The good, the bad, the ugly. I'm going to get into the ugly first. How did Witty win this tournament losing to Daniel Bryan in the group stage? And Daniel Bryan, how the hell do you beat a team like Witty and you can't get past your other two opponents? I Granted, you know, your other two opponents weren't pushovers. You know, one finished sixth in the in Division One. I. I believe Washburn finished right behind him, or yeah, I, if I have that correctly. And one won the league before, finished second last year. So yeah, you're in good company. But you beat one of the best teams in the league. 
miraculously. How the hell do you not get past those other two guys? That's the ugly part for me. For Witty, yeah, it's an ugly loss. And I'm sure it's something that propelled him forward. So that's, I guess that's a good thing too. Um, you know, and I think Jake uh, said in one of the comments, he goes, look at what you did. And that's how it felt, honestly. Watching the results pop in and seeing three plus goals in almost every game he played in after that. And I think all the other opponents can, all you guys can definitely say, thanks a lot, Daniel O'Brien. You know, Jake had made a, a post saying that because I picked him, he lost. But maybe all of you lost because Daniel O'Brien somehow beat Witty and woke up the dragon that seemingly destroyed all of you uh, very easily. Um, and the bad. How the hell, if you're, if you're the commissioner of this league, and I love Ryan, I do think that some of the moves he makes, he, it's because he knows he can play with those players, and I actually admire that. He, do, he doesn't go for the guys that are just uh, the best players overall. And, uh, you know, he's had some good players in the past. Isco, Tiago, um, when he was probably at his best. Um, you know, to have some of the players he has now, uh, I was hoping he'd still go far. I, I was literally rooting for Ryan. I tried to, now that I'm not playing, having to play against him. I want to see him do well. I do want to see him win the league at some point. Um, because I know, and we make jokes about playing a video game, but honestly, that might be a very emotional win uh, if he were to get it. He hasn't won anything in a long time. Uh, you know, and I, I would like to see him win one. You know, it, that was the bad for me. Because not only was I kind of upset that uh, Ryan didn't go further, um, you know, the way going out, you know, don't get me wrong, it was a great run from uh, Real, and they did what they had to do. But uh, I was hoping for a little bit more from that Kashima side that it could be very inconsistent, but very, very, very talented. Um you know, so Ryan's got some stuff to do there. That was the bad for me. I didn't have a lot of bad out of this tournament. You guys all did some very good stuff, and I'm using very a lot here because I was not expecting there to be such wild score lines. There was a lot of good clean sheets um, because you got, I could tell some of you guys tactically understood your opponents, and that's the, a good thing. It's a very good thing about the league. You know, I went on a rant earlier about getting your results in, getting your stats in, but... You guys do deserve credit where credit is due. And uh, in this case, playing the games that you guys played, tactically knowing each other, being intelligent managers. Um, I don't know if what kind of subs you guys made. I didn't go through that uh, through my read this morning. Um, but, you know, I'm an avid fan of the league. I, I think a, my closer friends know that when I was playing in the league, I was obsessed with the league. I was writing for the league. So, like I, like I will say a lot, when I'm not playing in the league, I, I will literally try and follow you individual managers that I think are doing good. And uh, I like watching you guys get excited about things. It, it makes it really fun. It's 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 I wouldn't say it's heartwarming because I still want you guys to, to lose because when I come back into the league, that's how I'm going to feel. But as when I'm in the neutral standpoint, it's really fun to watch you guys get excited. I was hoping we'd have a first time winner uh, in this tournament. Um, I, I was getting really excited because I saw who was getting into the latter stages and I'm like, LAFC and Real Madrid can be in the final. Like that would be dope as hell. Uh, we didn't get it, but, uh, you know, it got pretty damn close to being that way. And, um, I was really hoping for a first time winner. So that's the good though, is that we saw some underdogs really come through. And, uh, of course a favorite one in the end. Um, unfortunately for, uh, some of us who thought we can get a first time winner, but uh, 
I thought I thought we were gonna have a tournament that we can look back historically and you know if, if Ryan and the board ever want to do another party again we could be like you know at the end of the season you know we could be like you know so and so won you know we get the three winners on stage or something like that and we're just kind of like yeah like I would be happy to see not just one manager stand up there with three titles you know obviously that would show the brilliance of that manager but to see you know maybe a first timer go up there um, I think that would be very very special. Um, and I was hoping that would happen. That's still the good, though, because uh, the league definitely is going to benefit from uh, parity and uh, diversity in many different ways. And I look forward to the, the FA Cup now because I think that cup will be where we see our first-time winner for maybe someone else. Um, and I don't have any predictions on that. Obviously, they're going to do a draw for that. and Maybe they'll play their Champions League music again. And we'll get a live stream of uh, the wonderful board. Um and uh, we'll go from there. But the league, I think, is going to be one of the favorites. I'm going to discuss that in the next podcast uh, because I'm not entirely sure who went up and who went down and how they're going to break that up and what's going to go on with Division Two. I, I still have some questions that need to be asked by the board uh, or I need to ask the board uh, and the commissioner and kind of figure that out before I get into predictions because it is going to matter uh, how the top teams play the lower teams and the mid-level teams because that ends up deciding the league. Uh, you know, you only, you guys only end up meeting twice if you're the top two teams in the league, and maybe three or four if you're in the FA Cup. But yeah, that's what I got from this tournament. I was very, very happy the way this went. I was so happy. Um, you know, seeing Daniel Bryan get so <laughs> he did get excited after beating Witty. I can tell he I hate this game. Comment was such it's it's such a load of crap from him because you know inside he was he was literally having a mini Mardi Gras to himself there for a bit. Um no no telling what he did. I probably took too many shots after he won and uh ended up crumbling in the tournament. But um you know it was good to see that. It was good to see that that was probably my favorite moment. Uh you know, we don't have the final count on who's going to win everything. I'm going to let the the league announce that. I don't I don't have that information. But I hope you guys enjoy these podcasts. I hope you guys get really into what's going to come in the league. Obviously, once I have more information, you guys are going to see a lot more podcasts. I'm going to be able to do a lot more once the league makes their moves and they obviously wake up. I'm recording this at 8.47 in the morning. Um, I get up early. I like to do stuff early. Um, but yeah, any feedback, guys. Once again, I know I do it in the intro. Uh, let me know. Let me know if you guys want things to be different. Uh, obviously, I can sit here. I am a little sick today. Um, I was actually supposed to be recording my own podcast today. Um, I got asked to do one. Um, I have legit sponsors for that one. Uh, that being said, um, I probably won't do that today. So if I can just read comments and work on the next podcast for this one, um, I would gladly like to. So uh, once again, you know, you guys find our Instagram. Um, I know I, most of you already follow us. Just go on there and feedback and ask people that don't play in the league, like what they'd like to see on our Instagram, um, because that is our main way where we get fans that aren't in the league to see that, um, to see what goes on in the league. Now, we have uh, a good and bad from this season, a start. We saw, once again, Ronaldo and Chelsea win again. That's the bad for me. I'm not getting sick of seeing Witty win. It's just the manner in which he does it. We did see some good, though. We saw some teams really rise up and do their thing, and I hope that is once more a reflection of our league in the future. Thank you guys so much for listening. 
enjoy what is coming in the future from these podcasts. I look forward to giving you guys these podcasts, hopefully almost every other day. And uh, once again, thank you guys to everyone on the board. Thank you to everyone who listens. Um, you guys do a great job of uh, being honest with me and being very upfront. And uh, without you guys, honestly, this this specific podcast would not exist. Um, and uh, to my buddy Joe for being a very honest man when I asked him what he thought about the podcast. Um, he might be my first manager on there on this podcast. Uh, I'm not really sure who I want to pick yet. Um, but guys who have the Anchor app, let me know if you guys would like to be on the podcast. We could actually have a conversation like we're talking on the phone and it would be recorded. And we can always cut and edit and whatever you guys want. Um, and yes, our podcast is explicit. You guys can come on here and fuck shit. Whatever you guys want to say, it, it doesn't matter. Um, I do have us under the explicit tag on Spotify as well. So if any of your friends or whatever so happen to find this podcast in the future, you don't have to feel embarrassed uh, because it is an explicit podcast and it there's nothing um, that I'm going to allow to be said anyways controversially on here. Um, but uh, yeah, in the future, just let me know. Thank you guys so much once again for being great fans. And y'all have a good, good week ahead. And good luck in the coming season. The San Pedro FIFA League podcast is produced by George Tello. It is created by George Tello. And it is voiced very horribly by George Tello. Thank you guys once again for listening to the podcast. And if you would like to join the podcasting team, just let me know. I could always use someone else as maybe someone who you want to create some content for us. You want to help film some stuff for our Instagram, etc., etc. Thank you guys once again. Have a good day.